He uh, strikes me as a uh, a Rambo guy. <laughs> the imperial scrolls of honor podcast i am josh folan and i am jeff burns and we are going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again even on labor day we are on an accelerated track here it's only been a week since the blades of steel pod uh because i am going to nyc next weekend to watch the start of the josh allen show bills versus jess and we'll be in no condition for potting on monday morning when we usually record so we're doing it a week we Fucking around with our, our, our bi-weekly schedule a little bit here. Uh, today is a mag episode, and we're breezing through a short 14 pages of Sega Team Newsletter Issue 5. You can find the issue on archive.org if you want to look at, at the shit we're looking at while we look at it. And I'll drop the link to that in the show notes. Uh, one thing before we get into what we're playing that was kind of fun about last episode, the Blades of Steel episode, Jab, I found I listened to so the Retrovaniacs pod yeah, Retrovaniacs podcast. I'm sure I've mentioned it before. It's one of the game ones I listened to. And they did they had their hundredth episode uh, this past week, and they did it on Tiger L C D handheld games, which oh. yeah, which is cool. They always talk about it. There's this is like reoccurring joke. One of them had a fucking an MC hammer Tiger L C D handheld, and they always joke about doing a review on it or doing an episode on it. So they finally did LCD games in general for their 100th episode, which is cool and awesome, and I definitely had a couple of those. I had the pinball one, and I had Double Dragon, and I think maybe some another one. Definitely remember those two very strongly, though. Did you have any of those? I remember them from our childhood, but I don't know that I had any specifically myself. Like I think they were yours that I'm remembering. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't I can't think of any you would have and I feel like that would stand out to me. They were cool though, and if you don't if you've never uh <laughs> seen them or played them, definitely do some googling. They're interesting as shit. And so and because the internet is fucking amazing, the and I learned by way of listening to this episode of theirs that the internet archive as it has so many of these things that we engage, <laughs> uh of course has an online way to play 70 plus of these fucking things. No uh, way, yeah. yeah. Of course yeah. it does, though. Right, yeah. Well, at least, uh, they're not, it's not 70 plus Tiger LCD handhelds. There are a lot of them in there. Um, at least half that number, maybe more, that are Tiger. But there's also, Konami made some. I don't know if you remember that. There was a, a, a Ninja Turtles one that was fucking pretty cool. And they were, they were like, they were longer. They were taller, uh, a little more slender. Uh, so they look different than the Tiger ones, but Konami had their whole li- had a whole line of their own, and that's who made Blades of Steel. So there's actually I didn't know this. There's a Blades of Steel one of those that is available to play on Internet Internet Archive. So if you if you want to jump over to Internet Archive and take a look at that whole thing, I'll, I'll put the link to the, to the whole category in the in the show notes too. But it's pretty fucking cool, and like just the way they it's kind of like I was I was like, well, how did because you know. How did they emulate that? How how could they? But someone's actually taken like an, an image of the background because they have like that static. It's just a static, you know, kind of quasi colored background that they had behind the LCD display, mm-hmm. and and just it was literally it's cool too because when you first when you first boot it up, 
on the, on the Internet Archive website. It's just like when you first put the batteries in to one of the handhelds. When you first put the batteries in, it would like the LCD display would every possible thing would light up on the screen, you know, and that's right. just how, that's how they work. They literally had just a black thing with little undrawn white lines to separate the black splotches and, and just lit, you know, different ones up is how those function. It was a static screen with just X, you know, a, a, a defined number of things that could light up and that's how you played a game. And uh, it's, when you first would put the batteries in, you could see everything. It was really cool. Right. Uh, it let you basically like you know, uh, one of the guys on on Retrovaniacs mentioned it. I, I I wouldn't have worded so worded it so eloquently, but basically, he would he would sometimes do that with with his take the batteries out, put them back in, just to see if he had seen everything. Oh yeah. You know to know whether or not he had basically hundred percented it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> By having oh, that makes a certain everything. amount of sense, yeah. Yeah, for sure, you know. And if there yeah, if anything was on that screen that lit up when you put the batteries in that you hadn't seen, it means you there was something you hadn't done in the game, you know. Right. Which is which is funny and cool and very uh I don't know, reverse very intelligent way of reverse engineering <laughs> a childhood toy, you know. Right, yeah. Uh oh, those are fucking those are like uh I mean, I haven't played one in a long time. I don't remember them being very good, though. No, mo- no, most of them are super. I mean, they're obviously like Game Boy precursors, so they're not going to be great. But um, well, they kind of yeah. ran parallel to Game Boy. Even I mean, they, they might have come out a, a a hair before originally, a hair before mm-hmm. Game Boy. But I mean, the, you know, they're the run of those went into the '90s, dude. I mean, they like you know, there's however many on the website. They don't have all of them. I mean, they. They were fantastic about licensing everything. I remember, you know, uh, they did a ton of Nintendo game stuff. I, mean, I remember Simon's Quest, Gauntlet was one they talked about that was actually pretty good. I remember mm-hmm. by by the standards of of these things. Uh, but the, I mean, they yeah, they licensed everything in the universe that would appeal to a child. Right. All Disney things, like everything on those fucking things, uh, and they you know sold them for probably close to a decade, if not more. So, I feel they, like one of the uh, Carlson boys might have gotten one. For Christmas, and uh, like, like I don't think there was. <laughs> unfortunately, no. This is way back in the day, um, when they were children, and it might have been Tim. And I think this the the story and the joke is that there were no batteries in it, but like you know, you just open your present for Christmas. So like, poor little Timmy's sitting there, and he's like trying to play his handheld game, but nothing's lighting up but he was just like pretending that it was and uh somebody in the carlson family gets made fun of for that (laughs) i think there's actually video of it too nice that's that's uh i can only imagine how crude that video might be (laughs) yeah well yeah it it had to be on like an actual vhs recorder like correct yeah those big ass ones you know yeah basically like a fucking shoulder filed, fired missile launcher size thing. Right. I'm, I'm sure the Carlson family has a whole family of those. Or a whole, not a whole family, but a whole library of those, rather. Oh, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's a thing, it's a joke in our group. Uh, the Carlson home videos. <laughs> they, I think they actually got them transferred from tape to DVD. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so like, it's it's out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Cool, yeah, so it was just, that was just a, a really cool thing, and the fact that they had they had the game that we played last week, I thought it worth mentioning. I thought right. it was pretty correlated. So, yeah, you can jump on there and play a bunch of those. Actually, I, I tried Blades of Steel. I couldn't get the Blades of Steel one to work <laughs> on the website. Uh, it would, like, start, it would do that screen light-up thing, but I couldn't get it, the buttons that it told me 
uh, I think control was the action button and the arrow keys, and it wouldn't fucking, I couldn't get it to work. So maybe I need to use a different browser or something, but I'm sure they do work because the guys talked about all of them. So I'm sure they use uh, Microsoft Edge. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. <laughs> Uh, I was using I was using Firefox. Uh, I could try maybe Google Chrome. Uh, if it's Microsoft Edge, it's not that important to me. That's really not <laughs> yes. nothing that important. Yeah, it's just not. Uh, and lastly, housekeeping thing: please stop, rate, and review this fucker before you get into it. If you have never done so, uh, that would help us out a great deal. And lastly, what are you playing in this short, this truncated week uh, oh. or ISO schedule week, rather? Um, I actually, uh, haven't played any video games this week. Um, I think, I think I, I tried to play like Civ 4. I played it for like 45 minutes. I was watching the, uh, Ken Burns Vietnam documentary. Oh, it's so, and I told you before, that's so, such an undertaking. It's exhausting. Right. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, and so I was watching that and I was like trying to play this in the background and I like, eh, like made it like 30 minutes. So fucked off with that. And then, um, I was bored last night when I got back from the bar and I played like 20 minutes of Subnautica and filled my vacation submarine with uh, gold, silver, diamonds, rubies, and shit. So now it's a treasure barge, um, which is cool. But other than that, I haven't played any video games. I, uh, I had a rough two weeks at work and uh, I've been doing shit around the house. So not much time for video games this week. It's good. There, there are worse problems to have. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's how that, that that Subnautica uh, uh, activity sounds like the exact kind of thing you do after you've beaten a game. <laughs> yeah, like, and pointless like, shit. Yeah, and I know, like, the thing is, I love the game, right? And I know now that I've beaten it, I'm not like I will like jump back in occasionally and like, oh yeah, this is cool. Um, but I know I'm mostly done with it at this point. I just don't right. want to let it go because honestly, like I said, it's it's probably in my top five of games and that's including like nostalgia games like final fantasy final fantasy 7 uh so yeah i mean it's in my top five i don't want to let it go but you know you're gonna have to there's, always, there's a yeah. new one coming out in october that i'll play so i can get a oh, break really? from it and still that's it. good timing on, on this yeah or playing the for this one then that's yeah, nice for sure. to have a sequel. I wish I could have like jumped into the next Skyrim after <laughs> so quickly. Well, after. fucking, who knows what they're doing there? I don't. Right. If they if they didn't spend ten years remaking Skyrim, maybe they would have given us six by now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If they weren't well, if not, yeah, just remaking it for every fucking possible platform over and over again. Yeah, yeah they're inventing new platforms to make it for me. It's fucking insane. I, yeah. I mean, you've seen the memes online, like. I can play fucking Skyrim on my toaster now. Like, <laughs> no one cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned Civ. I started playing Civ again this week. Uh, one more turn, baby. One more turn. I've been yeah, playing it a lot, actually. I was actually playing it. Away from it, man. I was playing it waiting for you this morning. <laughs> Turn it off and don't go back, man. It, it will fuck your whole shit up. It just never gets old, man. It never gets old. It really I, doesn't. Yeah, I, I even feel like I often feel like this fleeting sense of futility while playing. Uh, like I'm just, you know, I'm going, like I'm, I'm going through the motions. Like I, I, I know the exact result of, you know, the ones and zeros that I am producing and stick jamming into this game. Like I know exactly what's going to come back out at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not even necessarily. Like I, there's no spontaneity or there's no, un, you know, nothing unexpected is happening while I play these, this game anymore. Right. I'm but, in total control. 
Yeah, yeah, but I, I just keep doing it. I just it is it is a repetitive addictive activity that I I 100% still enjoy despite that fact. Right. Uh, you know, it tells you the Steam thing tells you. I've I've played over uh, 875 hours at this point. Uh, of and this is obviously just Civ Six. You know, I've God knows how much I've logged on previous installments. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, between Civ Two and Civ Four, I don't even want to fucking think about it, dude. It, man, if I put the amount of time I put into those games into Anything, anything, I, anything, anything else, I would be a millionaire by way of that, whatever that might be. I could, you know what? You know what I could be if I had put all my time into that and into something uh, constructive. By now, I could be a climate scientist, <laughs> and maybe I would know what I was talking about. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Uh, it's funny. The uh, as much as I say I know everything, uh, or I think I know, like there's no nothing new happening. I did find out uh, this. How did I? I'm not sure how I learned it. I think maybe I just clocked it um, somewhere uh, in the game or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. But the I learned that the, the the Chinese have I did you can you can advance wonders with your workers, your builders, ancient oh, and, and six. Yeah, and ancient and ancient and classical era wonders. You can't do that with anything. There's no way to speed up wonders whatsoever right. in this game. Uh, which I believe past ones had some way to do that. You could either. I know that two. You could use caravans could... from other cities to help build. Okay. Yeah. And but then... in four, it was not a thing. And four is what I fuck with. Okay. Yeah. They definitely have. You've been able to just dump cash into it too previously in some way, shape, or form. And uh, this yeah. is a Chinese trait specifically. It is. Yeah. It's unique to China okay. only. And yeah, their, their builders get an extra. They 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 both or have that ability and are able to. They get an extra. Um, build basically uh, the, the 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 base number is three per builder for most uh, nations players and then China gets a fourth one so yeah and I am 100% the thing I enjoy most of the game is stockpiling wonders <laughs> right so, so like learning that was like ooh <laughs> <laughs> changes yeah. the game yeah so I of course start I started a game with China uh, and that's what I've been playing China's an awful civ and uh all of their civs in uh, Civ Four are not good. Um, yeah, I don't like them. Well, they they got like uh, it, they have the protective trait, which gives your um, your city defense units like archers um, a bonus for city defense. But that game is really best played on the offense. If you're playing defense, you're already in trouble. Uh, so it's not it doesn't particularly help you. Some guy, I, I usually almost I almost never initiate war, and I. Oh, I do. Don't fuck up with me. You'll get your ass kicked at the, at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I, I've told you before, the war component is almost annoying to me. So I usually, what you, what always happens to me is I'm usually lagging behind a little bit on my defensive fortifications, soldiers, what have you. And then I'll get attacked and I'll scurry to gank, you know, get a foothold. And then that is what leads to me just going on a widespread eradication of, of a nation. <laughs> Because, like, I was just minding my own business, and then you I come was, over here. This and, was fine. Yeah, I was trying to build wonders, and you came in here, and you started breaking shit, and you're going to pay. Right. <laughs> you don't have to die for that. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. There's no – I don't care how angry people get about me warmongering. You are going to go away entirely. Right. It's never happened again. <laughs> yeah. I remember playing Civ 2 and uh, trying to get – I, I, I played on a lower level. I, I didn't – I can't remember exactly which one I played on, but I would try – and obviously it was lower, but uh, I would try to get every wonder in the entire game. And if I didn't, so I, then that was I, a failure. Try to do everything. <laughs> right. Well, I should say there's like that's impossible, of course. But there, there is like a very um, 
you know, I know the ones I want. <laughs> right. And yes, I go very hard at making sure I acquire those. Um, yeah. Anything else besides Civ? No, not at all. Obviously, we're on, like I said, on the shorter week, and that's uh, once you, you know, like I said, once you start playing Civ, it's all, there's not, what are you going to find time to do? There is like, no other game. Right? <laughs> there is no other game. So that's what we're playing. On to Team Sega Newsletter Issue 5. That was Govelius, the Valley of Doom, the overworld theme, uh, bringing us in uh, to get this episode started. Yep, and it brings us crashing into 1989 for the first time. The cover date on issue five here is January 89. Uh, we have not, those, those Nintendo powers were at the end of 88, uh, and Sega was a while ago, so this is our first 89 shit here. And they're still lollygagging behind Nintendo with quarterly installments, so that's part of the problem too. But the cover here is teasing Reggie Jackson baseball and R-Type. And the artwork for R-Type, it's a, a spaceship uh, attacking kind of a wild-looking alien creature with a bunch of eyeballs on tentacles. Uh, it's pretty fucking cool art. I dig it. Interesting looking for sure. That's interesting because you don't like that game. Or that game style, I should say. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I, just, I don't like that the game mechanic of the... I'm not a huge sci-fi fan, no, in general, but the idea of a cool space monster appeals to me. You know, I'm 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 red blood. I'm a red-blooded American chap. You played Master of Orion. It checks yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just need to give, bring me a non-boring mechanic and maybe a, a little bit of a story too, uh, right. as opposed to just a cool-looking monster. You know, to really get me into a game. Um, so yeah, so that's the cover, and the inside cover gives us what I believe is our first Toys R Us ad, Jeb, which is one of the cooler things. Is, is it can't possibly be our very first. Like we must have seen one in Nintendo Power. No, Nintendo Power doesn't have ads, dude. Why did I think? Yeah, okay. Not well, not non-Nintendo ads, anyways. Right. I, I guess yeah. In my head, it just the, the two go together, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't recall seeing anything Toys R Us yet, uh, and I absolutely fucking love Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who uh, doesn't? You, you yeah. have to not have a soul to not. Love Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every time I see one to this day, I'm as an adult, like 2019, uh, which I think maybe is not possible anymore. I think they might have just went defunct entirely, perhaps. Anyhow. Anytime I've seen one in recent memory, I stare at the sign longingly for a very long beat, (laughs) (laughs) which is more attention than I give most things I see out in the world, Mm. uh, considering how dead inside I am. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any good Toys R Us memories, Jeb? Um, Not any that stick out in particular. I know the only only Toys R Us memories I have, and they're, they're not like good ones, they're not good stories. I remember... Being there, like late at night, or maybe it was winter and it was just dark, so it was like six. Uh, I was there with my mother, and and I think back, I'm like, I don't know why we were there, but of course we were only there because of me. Um, and I got uh the GI Joe action figure Dice. Do you remember him? Mm, yeah, sure. he was a purple dude. I think he had like yeah. a bow staff. Yeah, and... well, he one of, yeah, one of the he was one of the like ninja the ninja line. Slice okay. or slice and dice. Slice was red and black. Probably a little cooler than dice in my opinion. No. No. Uh, and slice dice, and then what was the other bad one? 
because there was Storm Shadow was the the good leader, and then I think Slice and Dice were henchmen. There was another who was like the main GI Joe ninja. I got nothing. Snake Eyes, not Snake Eyes. No, he's a good guy. I have no idea. I mean, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember that line. That that was when I mean I I was into GI Joes very briefly. Uh, and I was I jumped into it hard, and that was it was like I want like I I feel like it was like ninety one for sure, <laughs> and it was yeah like, ninety ninety one sounds right yeah right yeah like a fucking very brief time and I remember uh, we were both on it real hardcore and I remember Orden you had that fucking catalog you had the hovercraft which was like a human you know it was not quite that uh, you know the most famous GI Joe playset toy is is that huge aircraft carrier that's like that's fucking the size of a room. Right. Uh, but the hovercraft was a pretty close, easily in the definitely in the top five of the most elaborate and sought after, cool ass playset vehicles that GI Joe had on offer. You know, yep. Um, and remember when you got that? That was fucking very cool. And you ordered. I barely think, remember that actually. Yeah, it was fucking. Because uh, they 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 very intelligently incredible marketing on their behalf. They always came with the little catalog so you could see everything that you didn't have. <laughs> that, right, yeah, just like these good. fucking magazines do at the very yeah. end. They're like, yep. oh yeah, buy all 50 games. Yep, and they, well, they had, they, they had, I think they're like little flag points they were called, I believe. Like the, they were, you know, the, in essence, a UPC symbol collect thing. If you, if you had enough UPC oh, yeah. symbols, you could get shit either discounted or maybe even totally free. I don't recall specifically, but that is also, of course, a very cool thing because it makes you want to just buy the shit <laughs> that is available to you at the store so you have better access to these things that aren't at the store. <laughs> right. They were training good little capitalists back then. Sure that's they for were. Sure. sure they were, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, so that's my, that's my Toys R Us story. I also remember, um, as, as you, I'm sure, do, but our listeners may not, um, if they're younger, um, you actually had to like, you'd go like to the wall of video games, but it wasn't video games. It was just like, a bunch of slips of paper. Yeah. And yeah. then you pull the piece of paper for like Turok 2 out and then you'd go buy. You'd take yeah. it up to this like, literally this like, you know, like you see like a gas station in the hood. And it's like all like caged in and shit. Like there was a person. <laughs> like, like like people were coming in with guns, just trying to take all their fucking. Right. Like and you took your little slip and gave it to the man inside, and then he went and got your video game. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking crazy. So people, yeah, that, that's a, yeah. I totally forgot that. That's a, that's a super specific, good thing to bring up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's I fucking totally forgot about that. Yeah, but yes, I very vividly remember that. And that I mean, it's funny because that system carried. You know, that was not uh, unique to like when we were little, very little. Like I remember that still being applicable at like in sixty four times and shit. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, it was going on like when we were young adults for sure. Yeah. Interesting. That they did not. I mean, how many? How could you? I mean, yeah, they are kind of small boxes, but shit. Dude, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? In Illyria, like, it, it, let me put it this way. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I managed Toys R Us in Illyria, <laughs> I would institute the exact same system, right, right, except right. I would include armed guards. But I feel I feel like that was also uh, the kid. I mean, yeah, that was uh, how it was at, like, Ames out on fucking Route 20 or whatever that is, too, you know? Yeah, um, it, well, where I remember getting most of my G.I. Joes, by the way, also. But, uh, yeah, that's funny and interesting. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I don't really have, I mean, I don't really have, I don't have any in-store memories at all of Toys R Us. My my best memory is just of the commercials. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and mostly in that song, of course. The, I don't want to grow up because I'm a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> that yeah. fucking song, you know? Uh, which, is, uh, you know, it's, just, it's very fond nostalgia I'll never recapture and be as happy as I was then. <laughs> Good luck on that. <laughs> Thinking about that song. Yeah, I, I remember that too because, uh, as you know, um, 
my the the, nas- the mascot for Toys R Us uh, is a namesake Jeffrey. of mine. Yes, yeah. Jeff- Jeffrey the giraffe for sure. So there was always a little connection uh, <laughs> there, me and that goddamn giraffe. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so the ad copy here states, from Thunderblade to Monopoly, we've got a huge selection for the serious Sega fanatic. And, you know, there they go again with that Monopoly shit. Yeah, why won't they let it go? <laughs> why won't they let it go? I feel bad for them. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it really is. It really sucks. Uh, they the, the, the picture for this ad is it's a full SMS system with Zapper. Uh, it's pictured along with Shinobi, Thunderblade, Outrun, and the aforementioned Monopoly here in the thing. And they also got the, I guess I'm assuming this was the pack-in game, uh, Hang On and Safari Hunter there in the background. Um, yeah, I don't even, I don't know. I can stick that's I would rather have I was looking at that right now like I just know I would even as a child would have much rather had Nintendo <laughs> right like the Nintendo like ads are just so much more sleeker a, a, appropriately focused for children yeah you know like I it just it's gonna jump out to a kid it's uh for, there's a better word but I'm gonna muscle through it uh it's sexier for kids yeah, uh, yeah. than this is for sure for sure that's uh was it I'm drawing a blank now Tyco that was that the company, Galoob, wow. Tyco, whatever toy company. Yeah, just failing, failing. Especially, you know, it's funny too. It's Toys R Us. Um, they're toy. It's, they know how to market things in Toys R Us. You would think they were a toy company, <laughs> right? They would have a better grasp of how to make this fucking ad more appealing. Yeah, um, here we are. I mean, they probably asked Sega for a fucking, you know, an ad, and they're like, "Yeah, we sent one over." And I imagine somebody <laughs> at Toys R Us like, "Oh, they fucking rolled their eyes like, oh, goddamn idiots." <laughs> fucking, we asked for an ad, and they gave us graph paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're even using that stupid ass graph show at the bottom there. I didn't make that connection. That's you can't funny. take Sega anywhere. Yeah. After that, we get a State of the Union letter from our boy John Sawyer Sar, uh, referring to himself as the Sega Team Big Cheese and telling us about all the hot shit coming down the pipe for '89. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start referring to myself <laughs> completely unsolicited as the Big Cheese. I'm gonna introduce myself <laughs> as the Big Cheese. <laughs> Jeff, big cheese. Yeah. Uh, one of the mentions is a game called, as you already, you also already talked about the music because it brought us into this segment, but uh, it's a game called Govelius Valley of Doom, which he describes as an adventure role play with password save that beats the pants off the game with a weird sounding girl's name. Uh, and then he calls himself, first of all, before I can even get into what the fuck that might mean. <laughs> He, he then calls himself a poet in a parenthetical, as if that's a really eloquently worded passage. Right. <laughs> Beats the pants off the game with a weird-sounding girl's name. It's not, like, poetic in any way, shape, or form. Uh, no. calls... <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually heard people, like, accidentally rhyme, and then they'll go, oh, I'm a poet, and I even know it. And, like, it's a stupid joke, but, like, it's certainly more appropriate at different points, and this is not one of them. Yeah, well, there's nothing rhymes here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have something like, rhymes, name, perhaps. Game and name rhyme, but only uh, it's, oh, it's a okay. bit of a, yeah. yeah, it's so it's so obtuse. I didn't even, honestly didn't even it doesn't doesn't rhyme in my head because he didn't <laughs> he didn't do it right. Yeah. Um, so he's not a poet, and I do know it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But what the fuck is he talking about? Is he talking about Zelda? Is that what he's talking about? I have no idea. Um... The I was the, the weird sounding girl's name. It's got to be Zelda. And, it, you know, it's an adventure role play. So uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Simon's Quest. That's not a girl's name. Simon is a boy's it's name. It's a girly name. 
<laughs> Rony Yan. That's a fucking girl's name. Zero girls are named Simon. Uh, Simone. <laughs> yeah, 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 Simone. I don't know. Simone's quest. Yeah. Okay, okay sure. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm fucking, we'll have to call him. I don't we'll, think that's we'll... how you spell Simone. How do you spell Simone? You need an E for that. Okay. Si- it'd be Simon with an E. Yeah, I don't think that's what he's talking. Pretty, he's got to be talking about Zelda. That's it's, it's got to be what the fuck he's talking about there. But I just so much about it, it just sucks. It just sucks. It's not like this isn't fucking like written well ahead of time. It's not like he wrote this and somebody just typed it out as he spoke. They could have come up with a better rhyme. Uh, bad, bad move, John. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he closes by beckoning you not to say the N word again, which is unreal. That he's just going back to this. That that someone didn't say something to him since the last time he did this four months ago. <laughs> I have no idea why he does this. <laughs> it's fucking it's, insane, dude. It's weird, dude. <laughs> so there's this like, it's just. Did we he, conclude that he was actually talking about the real N word? No, of course not. No, no. So what the fuck is he talking about? Of course, he made that connection. That that okay, it makes right. sense to me. But the fact that someone, you know, like and like, listen, dude. I, you know, I, yeah. I I love the medium of stand-up comedy, and I think everything can be joked about or should be able to be joked about. Nothing should be off limits. Uh, but it's not. You need. It's just not. You got to It's got to be funny. To push boundaries, you have to also be fun to make. It's got to be right. Funny, you know? there's just no one that would interpret that as funny, though. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just saying the thing that's inappropriate. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just not. It's. I just can't believe that no one was like, ah, you know what, man? Like, I know what you were going for there, and sure, but I just we shouldn't do that again. <laughs> like, dude, we all appreciate spontaneous humor. Like, that's how the best of it happens. Sometimes, you missed. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna move on to the next joke, and that's it. Yeah, but yeah. nobody did. He's the big cheese, after all, though, so he gets yeah. the final say, I you guess. Think, yeah, here, here's here's a here's a really uh, unanswerable question that would be love lovely to know. Do you think he was confronted about it and stuck to his guns? Oh, dude, it was <laughs> it was probably a fucking black employee at the company. Was like, dude, I don't think we should do this anymore. And he was like, "Listen, I'm the big." He looked him straight in the eyes. Listen, I'm the big cheese. I'm the big cheese. They know what we're talking about here. It's Fuck going in Relax. the arts. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> fucking take a chill pill, dude. This poor black guy just went back to his desk like this. Fucking idiot. Yeah. It's 1989. We're we're good on that front. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I want to see what the uh, what the uh, data is for uh, Sega sales to uh, the black community as opposed to Nintendo. Uh, I, be, I bet only white kids had this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it, I have nothing linked to this. And it had nothing to do with this at all. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's just the way, yeah, the, you know, this is the way it's marketed. Like, this is just not, yeah. not it, it only, uh, you, I think you, to, to bother to have this system, you had to be, I think, like a little bit of a rich kid in a cul-de-sac to even, you know, like I said, it just wasn't, I barely remember seeing it or knowing about it like you had to i don't have actually ever seen it with my own eyes <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah i just don't feel like it was widespread enough that only white rich kids probably had this for the most part yeah i mean we had plenty of black friends growing up and uh i don't remember any of them having it so <laughs> there, there's my data <laughs> yeah not yeah not that oberlin is a uh a perfect cross-section of the of the united states of america uh sure. in 1989 but perfect sure uh, they're apparently dissatisfied with the free labor readers have devoted to renaming the magazine for them as they're keeping the contest open for yet another month, uh, which I guess is, I, I didn't even occur to me when I was reading this. It's actually five months. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is quarterly. Yeah, it's quarterly. So it's going to be a while. 
Uh, so yes, they're displeased. They they do say specifically though that you know, uh, told you about our contest. We've received a ton of entries from you gamers, a ton, a ton, but none of them are quite good enough yet. <laughs> oh, so, maybe you should fucking try paying for your labor. Right, yeah, I'm guessing they probably didn't get actually a ton, uh, and they're um, you know, doing their best to cover their lack of interaction or lack of. Oh, dude, this fucking on page uh, four here. I almost had an anxiety attack when I saw it. The uh, uh, the zillion tip thing. Uh, the tips from the team here. What was it? Uh, yeah, you get something you know sometimes. Oh, oh the... it's it's not a particular. Um, it's not that the, the tip in particular freaked oh, me out. It's the game freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about it. Yep, it's funny they're giving you that exact tip about the shooting the wall too. That seems to be like, like I, we've seen that tip. In, there's only five of these magazines, and they're all very short. And we've already seen this tip from <laughs> from fucking. It was, I think I believe it was a user submitted tip uh, that 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 sent it in. So they're they're not they're they're now recycling tips get tips from the team. This is from right. Sega, not readers. So they are recycling user submitted tips for their own tips from the team. Which is incredible. They're phoning it in. That's for sure. They're phoning it. Yeah. So yeah. The so before we get to the tips from the team, there's a handful of letters in their mailbag, and there is no chance in hell a single word of these three letters are written by human beings, not employed by Sega. They are blatant advertisements with no editorial um, angle to them whatsoever. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. I mean, I, we, I feel like I've said that before for for both both magazines, Nintendo Power uh, slash um, Nintendo Funk Club News and the Sega ones here. Uh, it's just amazing to me how some of these read some of these letters. And yeah, there's no no level if they are actually from readers. There's just no level, you know. Like there's as Sega, they just be like, yeah, this one's too too slanted. We can't. It looks bad. <laughs> you know, like, right. It looks bad to to print this one. We need to pick something that's a little more. Um, I don't, for this, for some reason, this is making me think of this. Just, I have a buddy of mine, my buddy Al, uh, Al Thompson, lives in New York, has a bunch of Airbnb properties that he rents. And I remember when he was, a, he's the act, uh, the the black guy in Catch Twenty Two, that movie that I directed, and he gave he like gave us complimentary. Uh, housing for Charmaine Star when she came in from she lived in France at the time still does I believe so when she came in she stayed at one of his properties uh, for free basically so we gave him co-producer credit and all one of the you know we still had to he, he, what he asked for because the Airbnb like one of the main marketing currencies is the review system that they have so he asked that we still book it and he gives it to us for a wildly discounted rate that was basically free, but still basically leave a review for him just to help him out with that. Just so he can get it on there, right? Just in a small way, uh, incrementally help him a little bit uh, with that stuff. So uh, I wrote it, and he complained because it was not... It was too... And, like, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a total idiot anyways. Uh, <laughs> like, I didn't write it, like... Just overflowing, like, oh my god, it's the greatest place! So ever. perfect, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. You should see yeah. the colors. Right. But I guess it wasn't. It was still too much. And he was like, oh, he like complained to me about like, you know. So even when you, yes, you want good things about your shit, like that's what you want for marketing purposes. Your shit to be good, uh, or be talked about in a positive way. But like, it's if you're the one, if you own the, th or if you have any editorial control over what's being said, you prefer it to sound intelligently objective. <laughs> <laughs> right and and spontaneous, not like perfectly curated or anything. So right, exactly. I get it. Yeah, 
Because yeah. if you see if you see reviews like that on like Amazon, like you can pick them out a mile away. Like, right. oh, yeah, very yeah. obviously paid they for. They paid for this for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For sure. And uh, that's what Sega's doing here in the mailbag. Yeah, they did. They did not have that uh, editorial objectivity at all. They they were shameless about it. <laughs> yeah, selections. If they selected them, like I said, I don't believe they even selected them. I think they just wrote these fuckers. But the first question uh, of Ask the Sega Master is hilarious, um, and it just it it highlights just kind of how it just, it just didn't quite have their shit together as much as they should have, being a huge international company. <laughs> uh, so. The, the, the blurb is, in Great Baseball, on page 10 of the instruction booklet, it says you can choose catchers. This is what the person writing in is asking. Uh, it says you this can didn't choose... even occur to me until you brought it up. I was like, oh, yeah, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. It says you can choose catchers. I can't seem to do this. What is the problem? And their answer to this person's query is basically we fucked up. <laughs> like, the, the, their answer verbatim is the choose your catchers instructions on page 10 do not work. <laughs> this was a misprint in the booklet. So it's just so bushly, you know. The er- it's also next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, That's it. The error is Bush League. This being in the Q&A is Bush League. Monopoly is Bush League, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it's just <laughs> also Bush League. Uh, I laughed heartily when I read that. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's If you're going to take the time, like if you have, you know, a printing error, like big deal. Like Nintendo probably has a million on their things too, but just the fact that they highlighted this way and explained it in the way they did is just so (laughs) amateurish to me. Yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of strange for them to do that. Yep. Uh, The second question is fun trivia I did know, but I bet many others do not. Where is the, do you know, Jab, where the name Sega is derived from? I do not. Yeah, it's actually a pretty... I I should say... So the the way where Sega is derived from, the company was founded in standard uh, as Standard Games in Hawaii in 1940, providing coin-op games for military bases. So that's how the company originated, and they moved. They then moved to Japan in 1952 and renamed themselves Service Games. So it was shortened to Sega, the first two letters of those two words, for the first time in 1954 on a slot machine game called Diamond Star. So it's basically just a uh, what do you call that? A contraction. Of, yeah. of the, the the word service games, which yeah, I was gonna say I I didn't know, but of course once I read this I did know. So. Yeah, this, yeah, no, yeah. When you yeah, I remember the the first time I heard it too. I was like, oh fuck, Jesus, that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> right. It never occurred to me that I, like I I did before this before I read it here. I never I was like it's just fucking Sega. What do you want from me? <laughs> right, right, right. So Fantasy Zone Two is mentioned here, and that's a title we haven't seen yet. Uh, so I poked around a little bit and figured out what the fuck it was. It's a super shitty side-scrolling aerial shooter, Uh, but it does one notable thing about it. It stars that Opa Opa thing that was in Zillion. Remember, I think it was like the 1-Up or some sort of power-up you got. It was like a little spaceship-looking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do vaguely remember that. Right. We talked about it for for, in that episode uh, that it was kind of uh, for a while uh, almost Sega's mascot. Yeah. I'm going to look this up. I, I can't. I remember it, but I don't. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a little red and, it kind of looks like the Solar Jetman pod a little bit to some degree. Yeah. You know? But, but, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's on, yeah, it's on a horizontal thing, not vertical, you know. Mm-hmm. So after that, we get the second half of the Draw Your Favorite Sega Game Contest winners. And these are, this is the older categories, the 16 to 20 year olds and 21 plus. The, and issue four, they had the younger, uh, the two younger brackets. And funny enough, I genuinely think the younger groups were better. 
I'll say, I didn't really care for the uh, for the yeah. older ones. Yeah, I didn't care for any of these. And, and you know, I'm sure there's a, there's probably fewer submissions from these age groups, and that's part of that to some degree. But I don't know. Just yeah, the fact that they're they're not better. They definitely are not better. The, right. I guess that that whatever game that might be in the middle for the 16 to 20 looks pretty good. But like that, I mean that age 23 mark Onsay are there on the top right like that's awful <laughs> yeah that is like a like that's like a kid's yeah drawing. yeah that's like a first grade drawing right yeah Ooh, no sorry mark there. this is not the fucking uh press that you wanted i'm sure right yeah yeah whatever so that that was notable i suppose they they we also get an ad for that bonkers second edition game preview vhs tape on the bottom here they're still peddling for seven bucks for basically you know, gameplay footage on a VHS tape. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's so crazy to me. I, I forgot about that, too, because we don't see... We, we're not reviewing these magazines too often, but yeah. like, this shit is all just on fucking YouTube now, man. Like, <laughs> uh, you just go there. Like, you don't have to fucking buy a $7 VHS and wait six to eight weeks for it to show up in the mail. Yep. And the funny... Well, the, the I, maybe the most interesting thing about this being here is... It must have sold for them to put, you know, if no one ordered it, they wouldn't have put it. They wouldn't have used it. Uh, Sega might have, though. <laughs> I guess that's true. Like, I mean, we're, we're talking, this is a 14-page magazine. They probably charged $25 for this magazine. They don't, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but yes, I, I uh, jokes aside, I bet people did buy it. Yeah. Yeah. $7. Oh, my God. That's like 14 back then. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, I mean, if I'm, if the, if the, uh, the, uh, what do they call that? The inflation rate or whatever. But yeah, it's about to be if, if that's consistent, that's like fucking $14. I, I would never buy. <laughs> I would never pay $14 to see. You could get a CD of some actual original and uh, music in its entirety. An entire album. <laughs> right, yeah. You, you could do almost anything with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the last thing in the first half of the mag is an ad for an awful sounding board game that... Uh, it's from TSR, who are the makers of Dungeons and Dragons. And I was gonna say, like the company's legit. Yeah, the company's yeah you know, a great company, obviously. The and it's funny that they I don't know a board game being advertised in here is a little weird to me in general. But the name of this game is I think you think I think, <laughs> which is <a> terrible <laughs> fucking name. I'm already mad. Yeah, it's terrible. So it's described as both a party game and a family game. Like sure, guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are fucking not right. Super far apart thing. I've hung out with families and I've been to parties. They're rarely the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get much overlap between those two uh, things in the Venn diagram uh, of games. And it it seems to be predicated on guessing what other players' answers will be to dumbass questions. So the examples given are: if you were to die and be reincarnated, what you what would you come back as? And what would your net worth need to be in order for you to feel wealthy? These are the examples they provide. Mm. So then you bet on what I think, and then I bet on what you think I think. And then I'm already bored. Yeah, and then go fuck yourself, TSO. Damn it. Man, if somebody suggested this at. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You imagine someone busting out, and you're like, they're trying to explain it to you, and you're like, what? Can we just like drink and listen to some music or something? Yeah, I'll say, why we turn the music off for you to do this? Yeah, fuck, dude. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't want to play this ever. (laughs) Did you uh, did you look it up online at all? 
Not well. I, no, I don't think I did that because the, the whole the, the the whole picture was painted to me pretty pretty viscerally here. But <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I assume the fact that I never heard of it means it didn't get any legs. So I can't imagine that it uh, has some sort of <laughs> you know following or any presence whatsoever on the internet would surprise me uh, to a great degree. I think. <laughs> the levels two and five theme from rambo three bringing us into act two of this issue of team sega newsletter whatever the fuck it's called and they kick us off here with the cover jam it's 1.3333 repeating pages of our type and this was an irim arcade hit and was ported to sega master system by compile in time for christmas of 88 and it is a space shooter and it looks like they're hardcore angling for the Gradius life force type of shit uh, with like a heavy focus on power-ups and then, of course, some crazy alien biological shit that you're flying through uh, and dealing with here. And, and, of course, ripping off Geiger. Sure, 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 sure. Who does not? Can't blame him for that. <laughs> and uh, it's not the ad was, or not the ad, the, the copy, the feature was, literally nothing about it that was that, that important to me or interesting to me other than the art that we've already seen on the cover here the copy was pretty straightforward but i did fire this game up and it's an incredibly boring title screen to start with uh i was initially impressed by the or with the relatively dynamic backgrounds like the first level they got like i don't know it's kind of just shit there's like background animation which you don't really get with any level of uh you know competency anyways in, in a game at, at the 8-bit level usually but yeah there was like some cool stars flying by and shit in the background uh but it quickly i quickly decided that that, that, that is probably one of the major problems of this game because it usually i mean the, the sega master system hardware performance uh, we've I've said a million times comparing these two i think it's just like head and shoulders above nintendo as far mm-hmm. as performance goes but this game actually slowed down a ton uh-huh. And yeah, like a lot of slowdown, a lot of flickering, and in this kind of game, that the that fluency, that experience is, you know, not a, for me anyways, all of the fun being able to like really play the game and not constantly deal with uh, just like having to think about the fact that the fucking game is fucking up. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, a game like this, like it, it requires super precise movements and glitches. Right. Like fuck with that. So. Yeah, if you have a glitchy game like this, you don't have a very good game. Yep, 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 yep. So I did not really dig my experience. The the, the music wasn't that good, which... Dude, I didn't think any of the music in this uh, in this uh, issue was very good. I was paging through it, and uh, none of the music... And in the past, we thought that Sega had some better music than Nintendo, even. Some, but, yeah. Uh, some cases, yeah. Not in this one. I didn't, it didn't really do it for me this time. Week month, or week four months. Week week. Probably... Yeah, and so it, it's it's it is probably the best looking space shooter like this I've seen for Sega, but uh, still no fun. So meh on our type, and the point three 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 repeating page is shared uh, of our type is shared with Rambo three. And uh, <laughs> first thought about this is I bet your boy Sar Sawyer was so excited to have Sly Stallone in this magazine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he probably was. 
yeah. He, he uh, strikes me as a uh, a Rambo guy. <laughs> well, everybody, you know, I can't. Everyone's a Rambo guy, but just the fact that it's about like this, you know, uh, this rinky-dink little newsletter to have, um, you know, however they obtained. Well, it's because Sega had the, the rights to it. That's why I shouldn't say it. it's not. They had to do additional legwork, I would think, to to get him into the magazine, but or get pictured in the magazine, but. I bet he was just so excited because it's such like a legitimizing thing. Like there's, you know, at this time, dude, Sylvester Stallone was, uh, there's no one on the planet that didn't know <laughs> who Sylvester yep. Stallone was. You know, so. Yeah, that's a good point. And Lord yeah. knows they can't put good content in their magazines. So right. a picture of a jacked Sly Stallone is probably the best they're going to do. Yeah, you're not going to beat that really. There's a new one of these coming out that actually looks pretty good. A new Rambo? Yeah. Really? It's, uh, yeah, the, uh, I actually know that my buddy John runs the company that produced slash is releasing at millennium. And, um, I was talking to him about it, trying to pitch some shit a while back. And they, he, they're calling it like the Logan version of Rambo. Like this, I don't know if you've seen Logan, the, the, the last Wolverine movie, but it was like very not, like I don't know, subdued is the wrong word, but like very in, and a very intimate story about the character, you know, uh, as opposed to I mean it's Rambo, some shit's gonna blow up, but <laughs> but it's 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 very you know he, he he's broken down, he's older of course, I mean it'd be hard to avoid making him look older given his age at this point, he's fucking what sixty or something, but yeah, he's he's an old man. Right, so uh, it it definitely embraces that, though. It does not try like the last Rambo. I don't know if you saw the last Rambo, which had been like two thousand nine or something, but they they didn't embrace that. It's, I still didn't think it was awful, but they did not embrace the fact that he was older. He was still trying to be like the same human being. Like, yeah, like don't worry, I'm just twenty four year old fucking size alone. Like yeah, like invincible, you know. So the, the, this new one is he embraces him as like a broken down shell of his former self to some degree, and he has to overcome these things anyhow, you know. And he has to right. you know approach them a little more tactically or a little more and with a little more ingenuity and a little less brute strength. I pictured him as becoming the uh, what was the major uh, that he talked to in the first Troutman. Uh, two Troutman, yeah. I pictured him as becoming like the new Troutman, and he has to talk like some uh, disgruntled some or protege. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like where he, like this fucking guy comes back from Iraq, and he's like a little out of his mind, and then Rambo's like, "Dude, I've been there," and blah blah blah, and then it would start all kind of like what he did with Rocky, basically. I was gonna say, yeah, that's exactly what he did with Rocky. Yeah, it's possible. I haven't seen it. I just saw the trailer. The trailer looks pretty good though. Anyhow, back to the game Rambo. 3 yeah, Rambo here. Three. <laughs> yeah, this is unfortunately for emulation purposes a light phaser game. Uh, my dream for it is Operation Wolf, but with a badass movie license. Like that's when I saw it was a Zapper game. I was like, I would want it to be exactly that. And I did watch a, a, a playthrough vid, and it appears to be exactly that. In all honesty, the the <laughs> title screen is '80s riffic to the max. Like it's a just a you know, muscles, multiple Rambo knives, dramatic music, pretty awesome. And the game, yeah, it looks great. I mean, it's it's pending light phaser functionality which i've never used the light phaser to know if it's a piece of shit or any good but i would think it's i mean it's, seems to be actually as, as mind-blowing as it was to us as kids at the time of pointing that thing at the tv and it working my understanding of the technology was that it was like a pretty sound thing and not nearly as progressive of an idea as we might have perceived it as yeah. <laughs> as children you know uh it's pretty pretty under control technology so i'm sure it, it worked all right yeah uh, go figure dumbass kids will think almost anything is amazing right uh but yeah looked okay 
so that's Rambo 3. And then we get a one-page feature on this Govelius game that we can't pronounce, the adventure roleplay deal that they mentioned in the letter here. And I've never heard a peep about this game, which is never a good sign, especially for a game that is of the ilk that we like so much, you know, role-playing type shit. Um, I mean, there's a sword and a shield and a monster on the front. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Medieval fantasy, you have our attention, but it did not cross our plate in any way, shape, or form. Uh, And there's always the possibility that's because it was Sega, but because it certainly was not a cross-platform game. But uh, it... You know, they they do like as I already mentioned, describe it as sword and sword. The exact verbiage they describe it as sword and sorcery adventure role play. That's how it's described here, and the key art for it in the mag is not exactly impressive. It's a little kind of blurry and not a lot going on there. I mean, the idea I, I like the premise of it, but the execution is kind of bland. I guess is what I'm saying. Like that monster mm. is yeah. interesting to me, uh, but just the actual art is kind of. Mm. A little muddy, you know. Actually, it looks like he's about to slice the fair maiden there. Up a bit. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's not the. <laughs> yeah, this, I haven't. I haven't dissected to this degree, but that is not the pro. I would not. And, and granted, I do. I'm not a sword fighter. Uh, nor do I. I live in a medieval realm where I would interact with this sort of um, conduct. Well, yeah, conduct, or I was going to say interact with this sort of like enemy or arch, you know. Some whatever that thing is, I don't interact with those. <laughs> so I don't know how one would do so the right way or the proper way. But uh, it just seems to me like, yeah, that's the improper stance for the exact situation. You know what right. I mean? But with her being there, like, should he not be more defensive? The shield should be in front. The, the sword should be back, and he should yeah. be waiting to see. He should be waiting to get her behind him, and then maybe. Uh, Think start, about swinging that sword. Yeah, start this offensive that he is in, seemingly in the middle of here. <laughs> yeah, well, he seems to be some sort of dipshit. Yeah. He works for Sega after all, so... <laughs> right. Why uh, am I being so hard on Sega today? Yeah, you are, you are being brutal on Sega. I don't know. Sorry, John. Yeah, they are very proud of it having a password system. They mentioned it numerous times so far. Uh, and I, I fired this up for like eight minutes. And uh, for just, no, no, not no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. But... The title screen says this is a compiled, developed game. So there, that was who did uh, R-Type 2. And I guess that makes puts them really in cahoots with Sega, even though it's the company I've never heard of. So they must have worked exclusively with Compile because they don't have any Nintendo shit that I've ever known. Uh, maybe they did arcade shit too. I wouldn't know that. But uh, there are three different gameplay modes I experienced in that short time of playing it, in the eight minutes <laughs> of playing it. Really? I experienced, I experienced three different game modes, dude. A side-scrolling action platformer that was kind of a la Zelda 2. A top-down action platformer that was a la Zelda 1. And a vertically auto-scrolling top-down shmuppy deal that was a la no Zelda ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, these three different games. And, of course, anytime you have that kind of diversification. I'm saying, let me guess, none of them worked well. Yeah, they weren't very good. You're, on, the, on the side-scrolling thing, you're, this, is, this is just awful to me. Your sprite did not turn back the other direction when you moved oh, left. God. You know what I mean? You would right. just, he would just walk just backwards back up. <laughs> yeah, when, you, when you went left, which is just not. It was not. And, and, but no. Like, I guess you, if you want to do that, okay. But if you do that, he's got to be slower when he's doing that. There's got to be some. Can you attack the other direction? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't turn around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's why Nintendo's better. Right. 
And the password you get when you die is long and awful, of course. It's 32 alphanumerics, dude. No lowercase, at least. It's not quite Metroid. Uh, but yes, <laughs> this, this password system they're super proud of is way too fucking complicated and, and shitty to deal with uh, with any regularity. So, yep. Bummer. It's funny, uh, seeing the, uh, just seeing this thing here, I was like, this could be on my list of uh, games to suggest. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, with the, the reading that letter and shit, and then, yeah, reading it when I first... As we said, it, yeah, I saw... A, fucking shield and a sword man like i'm in yep i was like are we going to be fucking with another fucking rpg possibly this month? looks like no though yeah uh i would be really hard to convince me i think the last big feature in here is reggie jackson baseball we get a whole page for that and <laughs> the uh so the first thing i was like because we already talked about it extensively with the Walter Payton football and him being retired when this, you know. So I'm like, when the fuck did Reggie Jackson retire? Reggie Jackson retired after the 87 season. So wow. He's been, yeah, so he's been retired for more than a year at the time of this release. <laughs> and I just, I can't fathom they were developing it before that, that this game took that long uh, to develop. So, yeah. They're so ch- they chose to develop the game Old Man Baseball. Right. And, you know, so that's, that's, like, that's, their, that's their... I mean, imagine the player. I mean, like... I'm not going to, like, sit here and fumble through it on air, so to say, but, like, fucking imagine the, the baseball players, the, the legendary baseball players that existed when they would have designed this game. They could have picked anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there, there yeah. were people out there to, to fucking head your uh, fucking game, and, and, you, and you chose a retired man. That's not good choices. Yeah, well, yeah, Walter Payton. Yeah, Though a like, prodigious it's like, it's like it's like it's like their thing, you know. Like they have the fucking that's like the with Walter. The fucking that's like they've, they're establishing this as the way they do it. <laughs> was uh was Lee Trevino still golfing when they made his game? Uh, yes, I think so. But that was because Nintendo. when can you not golf? I mean, that was Nintendo. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was Nintendo. Hmm. I just wanted to pile on Sega. I'm sorry, yeah. everyone. Yeah, which is why he was still playing because it was for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. That was the dead giveaway, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Sour says tells us we won't believe what happens when a batter is hit by a pitch. Uh, your boy John thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, I saw that. I was <laughs> right. like, uh, John, you ever seen a fucking guy throw a baseball? Yeah. Uh, like that. Sh- I, my buddy Eric, uh, he was always talking about how like he lo- he loves baseball, and we'll be watching baseball at his house. And one time he mentioned he was like, man. If me and he's talking about himself, like right now, he's like, if I got hit by a pitch like that, an MLB pitcher threw, there wouldn't be any like walking to the base or like going to fight the pitcher. He was like, I would fall on the ground and cry, and then like demand that a stretcher take me off the field. It would probably be painful for sure. Well, John thinks it would be hilarious. Yep. Uh, yeah, I did actually. I, I played through this, but I, I didn't. I for, didn't think to bean someone, uh, which I regret now. Um, reading this as as or as I read this. Uh, I would assume a fight happens, though. I'm probably I'm, I'll probably fire it up after I'm done here just to see it. <laughs> so it might be like a. It'd be cool if it was like a Blades of Steel style fight. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Which is like a fighting game. Makes <laughs> wars. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Uh, but the, yeah. So other than that, though, the copy has me a little optimistic for firing up, and I did so. They first thing, first thing first, they do have the CLE, man. Uh, yeah, bitch, I'm nice. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. None, none of these games have fucking Cleveland in any of them. Tech Mobile, none of the bases loaded. Uh, so that was cool, RBI Baseball. So I was excited about that. And they actually have all 26 MLB teams, Damn. which seemed a few shy of what it should have been for the full league. Uh, but Googling 
proved that my assumption was incorrect. There were only 26 MLB teams in 89, which and is... And it became 28 at a certain point, right? Yeah, and I that think... That would be the Marlins and, and the Rockies, the Diamondbacks. No, Marlins and the Rockies, I think, were the two that came in. That uh, could be... Uh, when were the Diamondbacks? Were they early 2000s? Yeah, I think that was later, yeah. Yeah, because you know how you, you know how I know that, and this isn't you're gonna. Oh, I, I can actually I know how you know. Oh, we're oh my god, we're playing that TSR game right now. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you think that it is uh, the Chris Rock stand-up. Nope, I don't even know what ah. you're talking about. This it's okay. way better than that. You're gonna enjoy this way more than that. Okay. I know it's the Rockies and the Marlins that came in together because I think either. Either Kmart or Ames, one of the two. School shopping, me, you, your mom. And when this would have happened, and there were boxer shorts that were Looney Looney Tunes boxer shorts that had sports shit going on, and the shitty Ames store only had, they must have been like surplus or something, they got them incredibly cheap or something, were those two teams. So I remember getting four... School shopping, like that. This has been like sixth grade or something. Uh, school shopping clothes that were Marlins and Rockies, both two teams I would have no interest in whatsoever. Right. But just because they were sports, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, right. And I had both Rockies and Marlins shit uh, that uh, I think, unless I'm totally misremembering, as I say it now, I'm getting a little Dude, scared. I'm, you say this, and I, in my mind, I'm like, I had some fucking Colorado Rockies gear. <laughs> like, I know I had some. Like, I can picture the purple and black vividly. Uh, so it seems possible. But I also might be, like, I'm sure there's a million studies done on this where, like, what'd you see walking down the street? Nothing. And then somebody's like, I saw a dog. And this, the, other per- the first person you ask is like, oh, I saw the dog, too. <laughs> like, oh, you know, just, you're making that up. I just Googled it, dude. Uh, Marlin founded in 91. So, yeah, it was the Rockies and Marlins that came in together. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, that, that checks out year wise, too. 91 is spot on when we're talking about it. <laughs> I thought you were talking about uh, the Chris Rock stand up, the really, the really uh, popular one he did back in, I want to say like 90. Uh, we had the bit about OJ Simpson. Uh, I think he like ninety six or seven that he did it. He had the big CR in the background. It was the Colorado Rockies fucking thing. He might have been in Colorado when he filmed it. Hmm. I don't remember that. I don't remember. You that love that fucking stand up. What are you talking about? Sure. You, you reference it all the time. Uh, I don't know. I reference it all the time, Jab. But I do love Chris Rock as a stand up comedian. <laughs> but I, I don't remember the stage fucking design of. Was it? Uh, was it any, called bigger any... black? Bigger and blacker. Yeah, I think I have that DVD, so that's maybe why you're saying that. And I may have talked about it extensively, but uh, I do not. I still remember the stage design. Anyhow, this game has an MLB license, and that's they have like actual team logos on the team select screen. And I went through every team because I didn't, I couldn't believe that was the case. Like they have like a for each for the team select screen, they 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 have like a I'm guessing it's either manager or a player or someone I don't know. They have like a, a dude that is standing there in the hat and the jersey as you go through the team select, like uh, just kind of like their chest up to to their head. Um, and you can see the colors, and you can see the logo on the baseball hat of each one. And, like, you know, it's fucking 8-bit graphics, so it's a little muddled and fucked up, but you can tell. Uh, it's the right colors. You can tell it's kind of the logo that will be on the hat. The only team out of all 26 that did not follow suit with what I would have remembered their colors being 
at the time, their colors and logo mean at the time, is the fucking Yankees, of course. Every other team looks spot on, but the Yankees are some, like, blue-yellow scheme and a funny-looking logo. And it, it just figures that they were probably cunts about licensing. You know? yep, they, they just had to be the fucking special little princess in the yep. room. I fucking hate the Yankees so yeah, much. The, well, like, <laughs> base, like, baseball, is, I, I like baseball all right, I guess. I fucking I don't even pay attention to basketball. I can't stand that sport, but tribe, tribe is tanking so bad. They're just in the total shit. I just got. So I thought they were like a game and a half or one a half game ahead. But the point is, a while I, back I, they were. Now they're like six games back. They fucking. Uh, they, they, bad, well, the bad point situation. is, the fucking. <laughs> is, I it, despite all that, I still hate the fucking Yankees. Yeah, I can't, ugh, dude. There's nothing worse than a. And also, let's not let's not let's give credit where it's due. Fuck the Red Sox too. Fuck <laughs> yeah, fuck the Red Sox too. Uh, yeah, fuck any team. Like I, I can't believe that baseball doesn't better self mediate. And like I don't give a shit how much money your specific market makes. The fact that it doesn't get shared with the league and that teams don't run the NFL model. I, I cannot believe they don't well, run the NFL any, model. Any, no, I mean basketball has you can go over the salary cap, but you pay a premium. You know, like there's this. It, like you know, I think that's anything. Why it should be. It might be. Yes, I think it should be as much as I uh, uh, think poorly about the way the NFL is being ran and being steered currently. Uh, I do commend them immensely for having a hard cap. You, just, you can't go over it. Like the fact that there right. is any level, I mean, it's, that is the most prominent disadvantage you can give a team is for some other team to have more money to spend on the thing that makes you good at what you're the point of the team existing. Right. <laughs> you know, the fact that anyone, the fact that the, the, that the Yankees can spend twice as much as other teams because they happen to be in a market that produces more money is fucking insane, man. I yeah. can't believe that. And I, obviously Steinbrenner, whoever the fuck is running that team now is going to vote for that. But I can't believe that 30 of them of the owners sit in a room together <laughs> right, like fucking Kansas City, Cleveland, and right. Milwaukee all sit down at the table, and they're like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." Sure, yeah, okay. Like let's you roll guys, it. you have like fucking eleven people in your city. What are yeah. you talking about? Oh, yeah, there's like five or six. Like the Cubs, the Astros, the Yankees, the Red Sox, uh, the Dodgers. Like those five are gonna vote for that because they have the, the their market. Because they're those five, right? The fact that the other twenty five let them do it is fucking. I I I literally cannot come up. How is it possible? There's got. I mean, it's got to be financially incentivized. Well, like, like some yeah, of that I, money go to their pockets in some way, shape, or form. Uh, that yeah, but just to the owner's pocket. It's not like it makes it to the fucking the city or the team or something, you know. I know, but, okay. but yeah, still, you you figure you'd be like, all right, guys, we're all gonna have the same amount of money, and we're gonna see who can put together the best team, right? And baseball is like, no, fuck that. Yeah, just it, like it blows my mind that they that they uh, run it that way. It's just oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, fuck the Yankees. So, so, sorry about that Yankee tangent, especially if you're a Yankee fan, but fuck you if you're a Yankee fan. (laughs) You have way bigger problems than that tangent if you're a Yankees fan. Uh, Ironic that the team, uh, it's funny to me, it's ironic that the team Jackson most notably played for is the team that doesn't have the right logo. (laughs) (laughs) I was Googling around for shit about this and stumbled into the November 89 issue of Boy's Life, which is a magazine old men who were in Boy Scouts like me might remember, but it was, you know, a child-targeted lifestyle magazine. And they had a sports video game feature story. Uh, I, was, I can't remember exactly what I was trying to Google. Uh, I think Reggie Jackson shit or something. But the this particular I- issue, November 89, had a sports video game feature. And I'll put the link to that issue in the show notes, of course. But there was an 
there's a ton of cool shit in this magazine, first of all, but there was an awesome article on Jerry Rice in this issue, mm-hmm. who is my favorite NFL player ever by a mile, probably. Uh, I have his rookie card, Jab, if you might, if you remember that. Oh, I do remember that. What's it 50 bucks? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I do. It was worth like 200 or something. I remember when I got it, and I'm sure it is degraded immensely. Uh, I bought it off David Camargo. Oh. Yeah, it was fucking easily. I was so happy. What did you buy it for? Shit, man. I, was, I think I, I want to say maybe we traded something. Jesus Christ, what did you trade for it? God, I don't know, man. Who knows? That seems more complicated. Yeah. Yeah, David Camargo had a bunch of cards I wanted. He had fucking Joe Montana's rookie. I remember I was so envious. Uh, but yeah, I got it, I got it from him somehow or another. Um, I want to say it was like sixty bucks. I think I, I'm pretty sure I paid money for it, dude. I think I want sixty bucks is a hefty price at that age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Half a year of saving to get seriously. Can you imagine what you do with sixty dollars as a fucking <laughs> eight year old? Uh, well, you would buy. A Nintendo game is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we buy this $9 Sega fucking magazine that has 14 pages, yeah. 11 of which are fucking, actually all of which are advertisements. So the lead quote from that interview uh, in the article is, don't let TV, this is from Jerry Rice, I'm saying, he's quoting Jerry Rice in the interview, don't let TV interfere with your training and stay away from cigarettes, liquor, and drugs. <laughs> and reading that got me, as I'm flipping through this magazine, Got me really noticing. There's like there's this a drug Q and A. There's like just a Q and A about kids writing in questions about drugs and alcohol on page 24 of this issue. And started looking around through it. There's so much. It's it's like the whole fucking magazine is just say no war on drugs propaganda. And like I don't know, it just kind of blew my mind because that of course is not how I remember that magazine. I mean, I was a subscriber. I was in Boy Scouts, uh, and yeah, the whole fucking thing is like this war on drugs. Everything is about don't do drugs in the whole fucking magazine. And I would just love like a really like a Dan Rather deep dive investigative report on whether there were ties between the Reagan administration <laughs> and that magazine because it was just fucking wildly skewed uh, and and focused on that. Um, that said, I don't do drugs, so maybe it worked. <laughs> right, yeah, well, that'd be interesting, actually. That had to come from somewhere, you know? Like, right. Well, I think it comes from more personal things, but uh, seeing firsthand uh, bad things than that magazine. But Oh, I was talking about the, the, uh, the potential uh, collusion oh, of the yes. Reagan administration. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if we ever needed some fucking uh, some <laughs> hints that drugs weren't the way to go, we got them. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um. Anyhow, back to fucking Reggie Jackson baseball here. The uh, there are control things I wasn't able. I like I said, I fired it up and, and actually played a game. And there are control things I was getting my ass whooped, man. I could there were control things I couldn't really get the hang of. Uh, just from a few fucking fiddling around with it for a few innings and also trying to Google and find solutions. So I think it would take some acclimation to get good at it. But I think the game might be fucking amazing by 8-bit standards, dude. Like, hmm. the, the graphics look like a Genesis game, flat out, dude. <laughs> like, it looks fucking incredible. Like, you hit a, when you hit a ball, or I should say, when the computer was hitting balls, right. <laughs> uh, it would do you, the thing. You were very easily able to track it. Well, it would, it would fucking, it does that thing. And, like, I think base is loaded. So maybe they all kind of do this, but it looked really good. And mo- usually it doesn't look good. But when you would, the ball would get hit, the ca- it would, like, get bigger as it came up to the camera, you know, or, like, the, in quotations, the camera. Your perspective, the ball would come up towards you and get bigger as it's flying out to the outfield, you know. And right. it 
And you could like see the seams on the ball and shit. While I was doing it, it was fucking really good looking. Hmm. Uh, and just yeah, I mean the it's it with I mean you know, and I love bases loaded, uh, and I love RBI baseball too, actually for different reasons. But like as far as like the simulation and the visual of it, it's fucking blows bases loaded out of the water, dude. Like, really, 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 really impressive looking uh, for the platform uh, baseball game, man. Nice. These and games I, never, baseball games never control well in, in these early systems. Usually not. I mean, I think bases loaded's control. I think, yeah, I think, I think those two that I like are not so bad. Um, it does get a little clunky when you're trying, like we've talked about, I think we talked about the, like the fielding can be a little clunky because you're switching between like that close up screen and, and then out to the outfield and like the ball's fine. And yeah, actually, on that note, I couldn't catch a fucking ball in the outfield for my life. Like right. trying to figure out. You you would just have you know it, it's there's I'm sure there's like a very once you figure it out system that you can follow but trying to do it without ever having done so was very difficult <laughs> for sure uh, and yeah they like I said they were just beating the fucking shit out of me pitching too I couldn't like and I read the I read the instructions fucking trying to get a hang of it like the I couldn't get dependably a fastball like the, it was you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a more expansive pitching system than I was able to get get a grasp on for, in a few innings. But anyhow, in general, it seems like a very fucking good baseball game, and I would certainly be curious to play it more. Um, so that's for the Jackson baseball. And next up, we get uh, kind of some of the fucking usual department shit. We get the software checklist here that we talk shit about all the time. We get our coming soon's section, and they mention <laughs> this is funny to me. The Reggie Jackson baseball is listed as a winter coming soon, which is both wrong. It came out in March, and demonstrative of a gross lack of communication between editorial departments because the page directly before it, it is a that is a full feature on the game, tells you that it's coming this spring. <laughs> Like the top line on the feature pre- on the page prior says hard hitting ba- ballpark action coming to you this spring, and then the coming soon it says it's a winter coming soon. Um, so, well, don't worry, they'll have somebody write in asking about it, and they'll just say they off at it. Yeah, like that was a mistake. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when's the game? When's Reggie Jackson baseball coming out? We actually don't know. Sorry. Yeah, we fu- we fucked up. We don't. I mean, we don't put a lot of effort in this thing. I mean, this is just. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, we're obviously phoning in. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, uh, still teasing us another retired player sports game. Walt- Walter Payton football and Alter Beast here for the spring lineup. And uh, I hope Walter Payton football continues the trend of poorly marketed sports games that are actually really good. I hope I hope Walter Payton is an incredible football game that I've never heard of or had never heard of and never played. Um, I wouldn't say I'm confident that's the case. <laughs> Bo Jackson's football, or I should say his game, because he had the... Yeah, the baseball one. Dude, that, the baseball game, the football was pretty shitty. I think the, the football ba- was very shitty, but I, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I remember the baseball was highly regarded. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I, 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 I remember playing... I think you... I don't think... I think I... It was I had it for Game Boy, I think, yeah. actually. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, there was, yeah, there was a Nintendo game, but it, it was not the same. Like, it was like a different game. You know, it was not just like, you know, we've talked about it before, too, but the, sometimes those Game Boy ports were just the exact same thing moved over to Game Boy. Um, but much like the, 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 Nintendo, the Ninja Turtles is a completely different game. You know, it's nothing like uh, the Ninja NES Turtles. version of Ninja Turtles, either of the NES versions of Ninja Turtles. So, 
that was a case too. Yeah, it was a completely different thing. It didn't play at all like the NES versions of Bo Jackson, whatever the fuck they were, baseball, football. I don't, I don't think it was a dual cartridge for. I think they were separate games for NES. Um, we don't have to yeah. know for sure yet because we haven't gotten to that in the <laughs> in the. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly not in this one. <laughs> yeah, we can we can just speculate. Uh, but yeah, the Game Boy one was great, man. I enjoyed it very much. Um, I remember, yeah, like I said, I think it was yours, but I remember having it down in Florida. So I either must have just. Uh, forcefully took it from you for the trip or asked to borrow it. <laughs> I'm sure you took it. Yeah, I would think I probably forcefully took it. As with all standard uh, big brother, little brother relationships, what's mine is yours and I probably yours left is not some, mine. I probably compensated you with some sort of game, but it was not a game that was, or it was not a uh, a barter that was evenly uh, determined. You know, I'm sure I, yeah. I, I steered it as I saw fit <laughs> yeah, you just well, you knew that you'd probably get in trouble if you just took it. So, you, like, you just gave yourself an out. Like, I left him right. this yeah. stupid ass game that no one likes. Yeah, per- I left him Tetris. What do you I want? Left, from I me? left him my personal organizer cart. <laughs> right. Oh my god, <laughs> fuck you for that! Yeah. I can't wait to get, we get to those. I, I loved that. I, I was such a uh, the idea of having a PDA even at fucking um, yeah, we know age age eight appealed to me. <laughs> Uh, okay, so moving on, we get uh, a full-page ad for OG third-party developer uh, Activision after that. And um, it's basically highlighting three games that are out, Cyborg Hunter, Bomber Raid, and the SMS port of Rampage. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, I don't know, it's, we don't get a ton of third-party, like if we... I don't know if we've had any, I want to say, third-party Sega advertisements. Like, for games, I mean, you know? I right. Think... I'm, I'm trying to think of one, but these goddamn magazines come out so sparingly that it's been <laughs> so long since we did it. Right. I don't. I don't. Th- I think this is the first third-party game uh, ad for Sega. So that's notable and interesting of itself. But these three games, the... Uh, I'm just, I mean, there's really... I don't know, copy three screenshots for each little blurb not much you can say about them but firing them up cyborg hunter is a futuristic action platformer and there is some interesting shit going on here i think man the the title screen video is really fucking cool it's like a it's like a cyborg status computer terminal deal that reminded me a lot of robocop kind of like the interface that robocop sees through his visor you know uh it kind of looked like that like a i don't know how else to describe it but like a heads up display uh no, it just kind of like uh Terminator kind of had it too. It's just like I don't know, like it, 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 the way it was like it, it pictured a robot or it, it had a cyborg, and then it, like there was like just like visual shit flying around it, and kind of like little lines that would go over point at different parts on the cyborg, and like it looked like some sort of copy that you couldn't really read, like analysis of that part of the cyborg mm-hmm. in kind of a fast-paced succession. You know, um, actually it, it was cool enough to where I captured video of it and uploaded it to our subreddit so mm. uh you can check it out there it's pretty fucking cool uh, it's a short little 10 second thing so that's cool anytime you put a little effort uh, into you know even to the first presentation title screen of something you have my attention because that's not always the case and there is also like in the game there's a targeting computer and map thing going on that's also kind of robocopy too so that's kind of a reoccurring theme um the graphics aren't bad uh, i got pissed i couldn't figure out the elevators and like elevators are a big part of the navigation of even the first level. So I didn't get far in the game, but 
I think if I read the instruction manual and knew what the fuck was up, it might be worth checking out more. So that was kind of interesting. Bomber Raid is a vertical scrolling aerial shooter, which is, of course, eh. <laughs> uh, it's just amazing to me how many of these there are and how identical every single one of them is. Mm-hmm. to the- This looks just like 1941 or 42. I can't remember which one. I think it's yep. 42 and 43. Um, it looks just like it. Which intrigued me because, as you know, I like that game. Um, but the thing is, it looks like just like it. Yep, and it's identical. And yeah, that's a, a better. <laughs> Could not. I when I saw the, the. And here's the confusing thing to me, because the picture, and maybe it changes. Maybe like the, you, like you go through time in the game or something, and the planes become more modern. But mm-hmm. look at the cover. I even wrote down in the notes, I think, as I was doing this, I was like, vertical scrolling arrow shooter with a fucking stealth bomber. As well. you know, it looks like a stealth vehicle or stealth airplane of some kind. And so I assumed the game would be that. No, you fire it up, yeah, and you're playing with uh, what is yeah, very much like a World War II era type looking, you know, yes, yeah. 1941. It looks like World War II era plane flying over a battleship. Right, right, right. It's yeah, it's very much that. So unless... And yeah, I, I tried fiddling with it, couldn't get anywhere. Uh, at least maybe I, I shouldn't, it wasn't so hard that I couldn't get anywhere. It just I didn't want to get anywhere. So, like I said, yeah, maybe it changes as you go on, and then the game becomes more like the cover art. But I just felt very deceived. <laughs> to, well, to if, see that if I had to guess, you know, it's Sega. They probably just shit the bed on it. You know, like just well, this, got the wrong plane on the cover. This is Activision, though. This is not Sega. Yeah, but they're affiliated themselves with Sega, you know. They're going to fuck it up some way. I don't know. Sega's been doing this for... Or not Sega, sorry. Activision's been doing this for a long time, dude. They have no excuses. Well, <laughs> I mean, the, the, their fucking cover art for, like, River Raid was probably pretty appropriate. But, you know, however many years later, they can't get this right. The, that was definitely appropriate, uh, although much less realistic. The last game on here is Rampage. And yes, man. Hmm. i so excited when I saw this. Uh, because, as we've said before, so many times when you have the game on both systems, the one on Sega has been better you know, that, uh, so far. So when I saw this, loving Rampage, I was like, oh, I bet it's fucking way better looking and way better. And, it, well, I guess, first of all, if you don't know what the fuck Rampage is, it's a midway to arcade smash that uh, you get... You're like one of three monsters. There's, there's th- the three characters are George, Lizzie, and Ralph. Uh, George is a King Kong clone. Godzilla is a is a or sorry, Lizzie is a Godzilla clone, and then Ralph is a giant werewolf. Uh, the NES version doesn't even have the werewolf in the port, so you only get right. Yeah, you only is he get, mentioned in the NES? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't see why they would. I feel like I always was like vaguely aware of a wolf in that game and like wanted to to do it. I don't think so. If, it would be hilarious to me if the title screen was the same, because the title screen has all three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be hilarious to me. I don't think so. I, I think I'd remember that 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 disparity if it were Yeah, the, I would certainly trust you in this matter. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I owned the NES port of it. But, so yeah, so those three things, you, you, you go out and you just destroy static screens. It's like very simple. You control a giant monster. Each stage is, is a static screen of buildings with both civilian and military personnel and vehicles everywhere, and your job is to destroy and eat everything <laughs> in each stage, uh, which is super seemingly basic, but it is a ton of fucking fun. And 
Uh, yeah, and this one you get all three fucking monsters. So that just that alone, when I when I saw that on the title screen, I was like, ooh, this right. is already better. And yeah, in the game itself, as is always the case, side by side comparisons, the graphics are mind-blowingly better than the NES version. Just mm. so, so, so much better. And they do have the co-op, the two-player co-op version in this fucking thing, so that's interesting and cool. And the stage music is great. Playing it, it's so fucking good, man. It's so fucking good. There's cool background animation stuff going on and like the city skyline shit in the background, which I might have been in the NES version too, but it didn't look as good. And the controls are great and responsive. And if you fucking never played this game, man, run to your fusion emulator and play this version of it because it is so fucking good and so fucking fun. Uh, it is 100% went onto my list. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. it's, it's good that uh, the, the port. Or the the, the the yeah, I guess the port is good because um, I've only played it for Nintendo. But I mean, yeah, as Josh just said, like yeah, even if you don't have the Fusion emulator and this ROM, like if, if you can get your hands on the NES version, you'll have a blast with that too. Like yep. this is a fantastic game all around. Yep, and yeah, just a fun fucking thing to play in general. And yeah, like I said, the co-op thing's cool. And it's very it's interesting to me that we could try playing two-player co-op for this too. That would be kind of fun. Right. Well, maybe, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. The back cover is a full-page children's palace ad, which I had forgotten all about these you know, toy stores, a line of toy stores. Do you remember these? I have no fucking clue what this is. No? The, these were around, um, I'm pretty sure, unless I'm just totally making that up in my mind, but uh, it was basically, they were a toy store chain that was Toys R Us's second fiddle competitor, uh, basically. They operated from 1970 to 1992. The store facades, and this is why it, I think I remember it, because it's a very distinct thing. The store facades were designed to look like really cool medieval castles. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, which I begrudgingly have to admit is way cooler than Toys R Us storefronts. <laughs> yeah, Toys R Us storefronts are iconic for sure, but uh, that sounds cooler. Yeah, it, they're really fucking cool looking. And uh, the company couldn't hang and was liquidated in 92 for a bunch of boring capitalism-related reasons. Uh, I only recommend Googling the story if you're like a huge business nerd, but uh, I did so. It was kind of interesting to see kind of the, the lineage of it. and the, They... Um, didn't originally have that facade. That was like a late stage company decision to try to like one last gasp to overtake Toys R Us. And they were like, they had like their whole, they kind of like Starbucks dude and that uh, Starbucks philosophy and like their whole store placement thing was just like, where's the Toys R Us? <laughs> <laughs> like that's where we're going. Yeah. Wherever there's a Toys R Us, we're going to put one a block away. <laughs> <laughs> that was their entire fucking, yeah. The, um, I mean, if you're going to compete, you know, like, I mean, go to the fucking, go to where to fight. You know? That's, well, you know, I think you could easily argue for either side of that. I mean, is it, because you, you could, like, it could be oversaturated in that area. Well, oversaturated and also you are not as prominent as Toys R Us. So if all your stores are right next to the more well-known, more favorited, or more well-received product or store, then 
every time someone has to buy a toy, they're going to go to the one right next to it that people like and are more familiar with. Right. So maybe your philosophy should be going places where there isn't one and you are the toy store. <laughs> Carving out your own little niche, right? Right. Um, but I don't know. Well, clearly it wasn't it, the way, the exact way they did it didn't work. That's not to say that basic boiling down of the two different philosophies, uh, they chose the wrong one. But they certainly didn't get it right because they died in 92. But And we're still here. And we're still here. Uh, and we are done with this issue of Team Sega Challenge Newsletter number five or whatever it's called. That was Cyborg Hunter uh, levels B and E theme, uh, bringing us to the end here. Um, so how do we do this? I, I can't remember, even though we we did it recently. How do we do this again? We... Nominate. Nominate the three games. We did. Right? We did it recently. We do it on every episode. <laughs> oh, whatever. Are you are you fucking? Do you have Alzheimer's? <laughs> you're, you're the one that fucking has run this this week thing instead of bi week thing. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, so that, my brain's out of sorts. That, that threw you off that much, huh? It did, yeah. The entire format was 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 uh, shaking. Look, I was just trying to fill the air. Okay? <laughs> My nomination is not probably not hard to guess. Uh, Rampage is on there. Reggie Jackson baseball, Cyborg Hunter. Ah, that's interesting because so my three were Cyborg Hunter, um, Bomber Raid. Again, I wasn't enamored, and and I left Rampage off because um, it's Rampage. But I filled that whole. It w- it would have been rampage, but I filled that with uh, Govelius or whatever. Yeah. And it turns out that that's a no. Yeah, I cannot. A hard no. So. Yeah, we don't want We don't want to devote that time, and we don't want to fucking play. That I game. think it'd be better to play rampage. I think it certainly allots the, the 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 co-op thing, uh, which is cool. And the co-op thing is there, and it's a good game. Um, not, not that not that good game should necessarily matter, but. Or our, it's not even a, it, our expectation of it being a good game should not matter. Uh, the the point is discovery to some degree, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're, yeah. If you want to play Rampage, let's play Rampage because I don't need to even talk about it. It's fucking great. Oh, it, it, I mean, it would be. We just did a sports game for one. Like I said, I think Reggie Jackson baseball would be good and, and fun, but we just did a sports game, so. Right. Yeah. Get away from sports. Uh Rampage is not going to have. It's almost in the same way of Blades of Steel. It's not. It's the same. There's not. There's no story. It's just break shit next stage. You know. So right. much like Blades of Steel, we're going to be picking it apart, kind of just from a functionality standpoint, uh, more or less. So than like, here's how our story went through the game. You know. But right. It is fun, and I'm, I'll be ecstatic to play it. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> do that. All right. Rampage. Short and sweet, uh, by our standards, anyhow, this this episode and that that decision making process. So, that is what we'll be doing next. We'll be doing Rampage for the Sega Master System. After which, we will be getting back to the magazines with Nintendo Power issue four. And you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Android, TuneIn, Podbean, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Please rate and review and leave positive shit about it on whatever platform of those you do choose. And the website is nyehentertainment.com forward slash isoh pod if you want to keep up with our shit there. And you can email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod on Facebook. 
can go to YouTube for gameplay videos. Link to that's on the website. You can get to our subreddit via the subreddit rather via the same uh, portal. And Jab, what are your socials? So the, the, if, if I had those, it would just allow people access to bitch at me. So no. <laughs> if you want to bitch at me, you can do so by way of Twitter at Josh Fallen or Instagram at my shift key is broke. Okay, bye. See you. Thank you.